0: inside sources with Boyd Matheson over the past 2 years fentanyl poisoning has become the number 1 killer of americans 18 to 45 years old more people in that age group died from an overdose than in car crashes from covid-19 or cancer even uh, why is that? What's happening, and what can we do to help those struggling with addiction? Uh, really pleased to have joining us on the program today. Rebecca Hyde is the Recovery Services Manager at the Huntsman Mental Health Institute. Uh, Rebecca, thanks for joining us. Sure, happy to be here. Uh, so this is one of those, uh, to me, crucial conversations that we we have to get to. We've we've been hearing about fentanyl for some time now. Uh, but to see it in this kind of stark reality, number one cause of death among U.S. adults ages 18 to 45, what can you tell us about where we are? How did we get here?
1: Well, I can also confirm that it's a, it's a major issue in Utah. Um, death yeah. from fentanyl doubled from 2019 to 2020. Um, In January through March of 2021, the Utah Highway Patrol reported a 900 percent increase in fentanyl seizures over the whole year of 2020. Um, And where we're how we're getting here is that in response to the opioid epidemic, that the government, you know, various entities have put restrictions on how people can access those drugs. And because that squeeze has been put on the opioids, then the problem is going to jump to another substance, and fentanyl is that substance. Mm.
0: Uh, and I think this seems to be one of those, um, before we get into kind of how do we address this and and what are the resources that we can help Uh, It does seem to me that it is one of those, obviously, fentanyl is a very potent uh, medication initially really used for cancer uh, patients, uh, so kind of that breakthrough pain kind of thing. Uh, And is this another one of those instances where in our rush to alleviate the suffering of some, we've ended up creating suffering for a whole different set of people?
1: Uh, absolutely, and I would say it wouldn't. It really, didn't start with fentanyl. It really did start with the opioids. So yes. Fentanyl is, you know, is something right that that's only used in emergency departments, or I mean, it's not normally pres- prescribed for sort of the general public, as you said. I mean, you have to be a cancer patient and in a lot of pain.
0: Yeah, and so then as we look at, uh, obviously, it has become you know just this dominant force out there. Uh, as you're dealing with people who are either in that addiction. Uh, cycle with fentanyl. What is the what is the outlook? What is what does that look like for someone uh, who's who's trying to move forward from fentanyl?
1: Well, I would say first of all, the help is absolutely utterly available, and I think mm-hmm. that that's what people really need to realize is that a they're not alone. Mm-hmm. B there are services that can help them, um, and you know, depending on where they are on the scale of use. They might actually have to go um, into a patient, into an inpatient hospital or a facility to do a medically supervised detox. Um, And then depending on how they do with that, maybe they could get outpatient treatment. Maybe they might have to do some residential treatment for a while because what you really, really have to treat is the underlying cause of the addiction, right? You're, You're looking to detox them from the fentanyl. But then you've got to get to those underlying causes.
0: Yeah, and I think that's such an important distinction there that uh, you do have to get that detox component first. Uh, and then you can start digging into those underlying, you know, triggers and, and causes and things that might be uh, part of that. Uh, we also know that in the in the context uh, of this uh, with fentanyl, of course, um, the, the nalaxone uh, has been uh, something that has, you know, saved a lot of people. Um, yes, that, absolutely. Describe that for us.
1: So naloxone is an amazing medication. I just want everyone to know that that is available free of charge uh, in so many places. Utah Naloxone gives out kits. I think that you can go to various Salt Lake City or Salt Lake County libraries and get Naloxone, but I, I'm not entirely sure I would check on that first, but Utah Naloxone definitely gives out those kits. Uh, naloxone, basically reverses that sedative effect of the fentanyl. So as your whole body is shutting down, Naloxone just basically is able to reverse that uh, really quickly, almost instantaneously, so that you can get somebody at least so that they're breathing again, and then you could get them into an emergency room or in for medical help. But I truly would encourage anybody to have a Naloxone kit with them.
0: Yeah, and especially as we roll into the The holiday season, which is always a challenging time, especially for those who are dealing with addiction or depression or anxiety. Uh, And often all of those things get mixed up together. Uh, And we know that with fentanyl, sometimes you'll have someone who maybe has uh, gotten clean or detoxed and then maybe in the Mm -hmm. midst of a family crisis or a challenge or a loneliness uh, go back. And often that's when these fentanyl deaths take place is that person kind of falling off the wagon or reverting back uh, to use is, is a very dangerous space.
1: It's very, very dangerous because what's happened is they have detoxed, and so their tolerance is much, much lower. And then when they have a relapse, they'll go back to using at the same amount mm-hmm. that they used to use, and then it's fatal.
0: Yeah, and, and that is so critical. And I want to go back to just a couple of things, Rebecca, that you shared early on. Mm-hmm. But I just want to have everyone – Remember these things. (laughs) If you are in addiction, if you are having a you are not alone in this, and there are all kinds of resources.
1: Absolutely. I would say, um, you know, there's the Utah Crisis Line that is staffed 24-7 that's available to anyone. If you're in the Salt Lake City area, code 801-587-3000. And then there is a toll free number, which is one 273 talk, and that's eight two five five talk. Um, you can call them twenty four seven. They can help you find resources that you need. And I would say what people need to remember is that really the opposite of addiction is connection. Man. That when you are connected to people, when you're connected to caregivers that's when folks do so well um, if you're a family member and you have a loved one who has an addiction issue and you know fentanyl or opioids or alcohol whatever that is do say something by not saying something you know you're it, it doesn't help if you don't talk
0: about it yeah. um yeah, great so uh, that that's uh, key Yeah, it is absolutely key. Rebecca Hyde's the recovery services manager at the Huntsman Mental Health Institute. And she's so right. The opposite of addiction is connection. And so whether you are in an addictive state, you got to reach out and connect. And if you have a loved one or a friend or a colleague at work... That you know is struggling, connect, reach out. There's lots of resources. Don't try to self medicate. Don't try to do this alone. There's lots of resources. Big thanks to uh, Rebecca Hyde from Huntsman Mental Health. We're going to step aside for top of the hour news. We'll come back. Hour number two, Inside Sources, here on KSL News Radio, coming up next. live breaking news now on the mobile app for ksl news radio sponsored by any hour services listen at home or anywhere you go ksl fm midvale ksl salt lake city this is utah's news station